on a chilly festivus evening from the Steel City in the South Coast. It's Pick and Roll Podcast. Gavin, how are we? I am good. I'm good. How are you? How are you? It is Christmas. It's getting there. Yeah, I'm uh, officially on wind down now. Don't like yourself. Good. Everything's good. That's nice to uh, nice to have a lot to talk about at this time of year instead of nothing for the first few months. There's been all sorts going on, on and off the court and on some colourful courts, if you will. We'll come on to that in a bit. Um, did you see any of last night's action? Two, uh, I did, actually. Yes, I did. Two cracking endings to uh, two kind of up and down games, really. Two teams who've had their adversity early season, should we say, in the Warriors and the uh, and the Grizzlies. Uh, both point out last second game winners. The Warriors-Celtics game was, uh, was quite exciting. It was uh, harking back to those finals games a few years ago. Yeah, thrilling stuff. And uh, the Warriors kind of just won three in a row now and just kind of turning it around, hopefully, in the absence of uh, Mr. Green, who I'm sure will come on to. I'm sure you've got plenty to say about. But yeah, it's been a bit of a ding-dong uh, old season, hasn't it, uh, for the Warriors and the, and the Grizzlies uh, with Jarmorant back last night and uh, after being down quite a, get, a bit against the Pels. So, uh, yeah, a good Tuesday night for TNT, ramping up towards the Christmas games. Yeah, no, no, it was a it was a really good night. I mean, John Morant back from from his really long suspension for his un, unspecified offence. Really, I'm not really sure what that was. Uh, yeah, it, it was kind of that was kind of always going to happen, wasn't it? That was written. He started to remind me of uh, like he's starting to get towards like like peak AI. Like he's starting to remind me of like Alan Iverson of just like. The last player that, that that can just go and bounce off bodies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like like he's taller and he's got more hops, so there's like he's got uh, that more to it. But he, obviously, to get close to Iverson, he's got to do a lot more. But like I don't know, just the way he moves and shifts about in the lane and bounces off people is I don't know. There's something something that just reminds me of PKI in the. Yeah, to be that be able to just come back in the first game and kind of do that as well is very Iverson-esque, isn't it? You know, kind of like, who needs practice kind of thing. I mean, Herb Jones is known as one of the better defenders in the league, isn't he? And uh, he wasn't stopping him one-on-one, was he? And uh, just that extra little bit of reach and just, yeah. It's... Hey, look, when we do our upside all-stars, I bet you I bet you one of us picks Herb Jones. But yeah, like, no, he was powerless to stop it. Just left out there. Yeah. Just left and the help came too late. He just went up between them. It was just, yeah, it was always going to happen. But all game, it's like that. His speed, the way he just was faster than everybody else. I think that's that's what that's what makes me think of Iverson. Yeah, he's a very similar player, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah, gets to the hoop at will. But it, it's not, it's not especially always. It's kind of ricocheting sometimes. I don't know. I love it. It's great to watch. Yeah, it really is. Um, I mean, they're in a bit of a hole, aren't they, in the West? Um, yeah, they've got they've got absolutely screwed this season's. Mm. I don't know. Playing look would take mm. some doing now after that start. I didn't realise they've only actually won one home game all season. They've won six <laughs> on the road and one at home, which is it's hard to do that. Um, so you, you'd imagine the, they're in too much of a hole to you know even. Well, I mean, it's not inconceivable. You know, if the Warriors fucking go in the tank, um, the 
they could sniff the plane, but it seems unlikely. But they'd have to go on some kind of unprecedented run, wouldn't they? Um, which seems unlikely considering the bodies they still have out and stuff. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, no. I mean, where they are now is not how where they're going to be at the end of the season, but where they're going to be at the end of the season is... I mean, even if they do, then get there it's going to be so such a like an effort and a monumental stretch that a, pl- a first round playoff would be like yeah as the best you could hope for mm. and then probably fairly easy gentleman sweep at best yeah i mean the best they could probably hope for is like if durant goes down or houston kind of fall apart or something um so it's not inconceivable but um the West's so tough, isn't it? It's just, there's so many good teams. It's, uh, I know it's been strong in years gone past and stuff, but I've, I've never known it this strong. Like, every team's got sort of legit sort of superstar players now. It's, um, it's fucking crazy. And, uh, well, not every team. Not every team. Well, uh, did you watch Portland and Phoenix? Well, yeah, I mean, the, the ones who were, you know, Portland and Phoenix. The well, Portland, for one, they don't. Mm. They don't have any. They don't have any legit hopes, and if if yeah, if, if Phoenix can be beaten like that, I don't think they have any legit hopes mm. either. To be honest, Bradley Beal surprisingly out again now for what seems like <laughs> probably an extended time. Um, Breaking the habit of a lifetime by being injured. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, yeah, the Warriors, the Warriors Boston game, I really enjoyed. Um, Dale Davis's son. Oh, um, imagine he would <laughs> announcing himself for the. Uh, for the Warriors off the bench there. Um, he's a lively body, isn't he? And an older rookie. I think he's about 24 or something, but um, yeah. yeah, he put he put a bit of work in. And um, the, the the quickness which Steph got off that last shot as well, it was just, I've never seen anything like it. When it left his hand, I just thought, oh, he's going he's gonna to clank front rim or miss out because it didn't look like he'd really got his legs under him. Um, but I guess he practices that shit and... Uh, and that's why I don't know. He's been doing it for he's been doing it, been doing it for a minute. Years. I know. I just I really didn't think that was going in. He <laughs> surprised to anybody. I know. Um, but yeah, they were him going him and Derek White were going back and forth uh, in that game. He had, was about eight threes or something. And um, but Boston really fall in love with the three, don't they? Yeah, they they, they take some. Yeah. I know wide open threes. Top, you know, considered a decent shot, but. Unless you're hitting them at like a fifty percent clip, it's probably not a great shot, is it? You know, down the end, and they, they they launched a lot of sort of really bad sort of threes uh, when they could have kind of just run a bit more time off the clock and stuff. And uh, that seems to happen when Paul Zingis isn't in the game. When I've seen them this season, they still seem to fall back into that. You know, Jalen Brown or Tatum just launching one for the sake of it. And uh, obviously, they're doing very well at the top of the East and stuff, but. Um, there's still some sort of, I don't know, they're not the perfect offensive team by any stretch, still, I don't think. No, they're not the perfect offensive team. And it's kind of like, I'm not, I don't know, I don't really see how the changes they've made have really, so far, addressed the problems they had last year. Well, Paul Zingis is a different look, isn't he? And they do look a lot better with him in there. Um, there's a lot more variety to the offense, but... Um, but you know. It's, you can, if you watch a lot of Boston highlights, you see a fair amount of uh, causing us again suited up on the side. Mm. Like it's again, like Bradley Beal. You know, what I mean, like it shouldn't be of a surprise to anybody, but yeah, causing not necessarily reliable. Not, no, you wouldn't. You not imagine him to play. You know, 
more than 70% of the games, are you? Uh, seems to be yeah. a common theme. Shall we talk about the uh, in-season tournament fiasco? Because we've not been on air since that whole debacle. Um, it, I mean, I don't know how you feel about it. I just, I didn't enjoy it. I, didn't, I don't know who it was for, really, other than Adam Silver and LeBron and the betting companies and uh, FanDuel and all these other people. It just seemed to serve a purpose for them more than... I don't know. We, I mean, we, we lodge a, watch a lot of NBA games. I, I love watching basketball. I just I couldn't get on with it. I don't know about you. I just I found it a tough watch. And I found the fact that the NBA were trying to tell me how good it was was even more annoying, you know. Uh, and the podcasters were sponsored by these same betting companies telling me how good it was constantly seemed a bit like, is it though? I, I don't know. I'm not... I wasn't a fan. Let's put it that way. I don't know how you felt. I, I, I think it's... Um... I think it revealed some things uh, about basketball and some uh, like some potential for basketball or, or the NBA in general. Well, the NBA in general, yeah, but namely being namely being like the meaningless of game meaninglessness mm. of games. They're trying to inject some meaning into games. The way they did mm. it was confusing as fuck. Oh, really so was. Game. Yeah. Also a thingy game. Didn't make any sense. Um, I, I don't know if making the it, it aesthetically as disgusting as possible was designed to just. Well, that was make... the main thing with me. It was just a really tough watch. I found myself getting a migraine. You know. If you know what I mean, like maybe that, maybe that is just it's the good algorithms online are driven by engagement. Be people saying that if, if a million people say that shit, that's better than like half a million people saying that's good, in terms of your stuff being seen. So maybe it's to do that. I don't know. Like, um, I thought it was interesting that they kept banging on about how competitive the games were just because there was a minor financial increase, which without asking the next was. question, which is, well, why, why aren't the games competitive the rest of the time then? If you know what, mm -hmm. what's going on. That's it, it just you kind of dissing your own product in a way, aren't you? You know, it's, it, it kind of makes the elephant in the room bigger yeah. because, Right, so so okay, so this half a million bonus or whatever is enough to make these games super competitive and to make players try. But they get some of these are getting paid like twenty million a year. Why That's can't right. they try the rest of the time? Uh -huh. like, yeah, you've got the you've got the problem that that yeah we talk about a lot of like the meaninglessness procession of it. So I, I think if it was me, I would actually increase that these games had some group games and try and separate them off so you play in 82 games still over the course of this tournament and the regular season but if you encroach like the less regular season games there are the more meaningful they are by default and you can do it that way if you know what i mean if you move that needle between this tournament if you want to have different courts then make them all playing the throwbacks yeah, just do that. I know. I don't know. To, just have some way to differentiate it. Yeah. Yeah, and you can have throwback nights for all those those things and make it a thing for this. Like differentiate it that way. Yeah. And you can kind of make every like more games mean more by sort of separating them out a bit. It seemed and, a little rushed. Yeah. I don't know. They kind of seemed like, oh right, how can we? And the, it looks like something they come up with like a few seasons, a few weeks before the season starts. You know, let's oh let's just make the courts. So, um, it's, it's kind of like these sort of uniforms that they rush out just for the sake of it. It all seemed a bit, mm, 
Ill, ill-conceived, I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was, yeah. yeah. I mean, if it got Tyrese Halliburton, like, talked about for a bit, I'm all right with that, because he's he's about my favourite yeah. player in the league at the moment. I can't, they're not a proper basketball team, though. <laughs> they're a fucking joke. I'm sorry. They don't play defence. It's just, what are you watching the Harlem Globetrotters here? I mean, I get it. He's, he's very good, and, but it's just, they're not a serious basketball team. I'm sorry. They're just, it's like... They don't even box out. They don't even pretend to like even guard anyone. It's just, just an absolute layup procession. It's like, cool, yeah, you got the greatest offense in NBA history, but you can't stop fucking anybody. I don't know. That I, I can't take them seriously. It's, um, call me old no, school. No, I don't know. I don't mind. I don't. I'm not a Pacers fan, but I like watching them. Yeah, that's, I, don't, that's I don't even. I don't even know if I like watching them. I don't know. I'm not. That's a right okay. terrible product at the yeah. moment. What what I didn't understand about that whole thing is, well, we're going to make this in a season tournament, and we're going to, and then they'd never played. There was games where there was no, uh, sorry, there was nights where there's actually no NBA games at all, like three three nights in one week, because they were scared to go up against the NFL. In that they got like it was just like a Thursday night game or something. It was like if you're so confident this is a new thing and this is going to get more people watching the NBA, why are you so scared to put it on, on nights when the NFL's on? When you usually have regular season games on when the NFL's on. So it just didn't make any sense from that point of view for me. I was just like, if you're so... If you're standing behind this product, it's like, but we'll, we'll back it then. Super Bowl Sunday. That's what I'd be doing. I yeah, exactly. Just... On Super Bowl Sunday, let's have that finals weekend. All, yeah. all the things I heard from Adam Silver and people, it just didn't make sense the way they were presenting it. I just very confused by the whole thing. Just and, and that, you know, takes me to say, you know, it was no surprise LeBron was in the finals and it was in Vegas and it all seems like grooming him to and his group of investors to, you know, set up nicely for them to have a team. I don't know. It just it all seemed a bit coincidental from what I like. Sure. Yes, yes. I, I, not without the conspiracy, the NBA conspiracy tinfoil hat comes yeah. out, and, and you know, to be honest, most of it tends to turn out to be true twenty years later. Yeah. But yeah, it was. It's absolutely perfect for them to have LeBron winning it. It's perfect for LeBron to be winning that. And some iffy refing in a few of the games. Apparently, I, mean, I didn't. I didn't watch them. So, but um, yeah, I heard some. Yeah. Some questionable so, calls. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah, we'll true. see. Yeah, we'll see if they make any changes for the next season. But I, I wasn't a massive fan. Uh, let's put it that way. But, uh, Mr. Green on the Warriors, who we mentioned, was kind of spiralling out of control on our last podcast. Um, shortly after, spiralled once again. And uh, this is where we are now. He's suspended indefinitely. I mean, I don't know what that means. I'd imagine it'd be another 10, 15 games or so. Not good. Not a good look for him, really. Um, it's not been it's going not well, well, well for a while, has it? No, it's, uh... it's... At this point, it's it's not a good look for almost anybody around now, because... I, I can't remember anything. I mean, even Rashid Wallace used to get technicals and stuff, but it wasn't kind of this kind of stuff, was it, really? It wasn't cracking people and stuff. So um, it's kind of... I don't know. It's new territory, really, for this modern sort of era of the NBA. I mean, you'd have Charles Oakley smacking people and stuff back in the day, but it's a different kind of league. I mean, a, a lot more was sort of tolerated then. But um, yeah, he's. Um, it seems like he needs some help, like we said last time, didn't it? 
no well, idea. Well, well, a lot of it is a, a lot of the one of the most annoying things is that um, it's like uh, it, it, it's like the the question of a tolerant society. How does a how does, like a tolerance is a social contract that everybody buys into. So Draymond felt quite all right doing that to Rudy Gobert because. He, knew, he was comfortable in the fact that everybody else is going to not behave like him. So everybody else is going to keep a calm head around him and he can act up. So his what he does opts him out of sort of everything, if you ask me. I'd be, if, if he plays this season because of the number of transgressions and how obvious it is, it would be very disappointing. Uh, I mean, it would be just because he blatantly has made the Warriors worse and has cost them titles and things over the years. So everybody but Warriors fans uh, can see that. So that's kind of a just... I mean, you've three games on the bounce since he's been out. kind of shows that. To the he's actually played quite well, though, when he's been on the court this year. You know, the games I watched the Warriors... It's... Mate, there's a lot of talk about it, but all I see is a lot of shovel handoffs to, to, to like and like easy kickouts to two of the greatest shooters ever. Like, it, I mean, a lot of other players would have had a much better stats than they ended up with had they had such a cushy. Don't know. I, I'm, 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 I'm yet to be convinced the Warriors are a better team without him. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, not going down that. Yeah. Not yet, anyway. Um, uh, we'll yeah. see. And, I don't know. What's what's most disappointing is is not that he did it because as we like it was obvious and yeah that behavior was spiraling and as sure as night follows day that was always going to happen next. Yeah. What again was is like Steve Kerr's continued mealy mouth refusal to denounce it afterwards and stuff. Like I've got I got absolutely no time for Steve Kerr anymore. I don't want to hear. I, word. I think that's a planned thing though. I think secretly behind this. Seems he'd be fucking fuming, absolutely fuming. I say that though because you know there's like kids and shit watching it. Like assaulting people like that is bigger than and should be bigger than your team's sporting aspirations. Which you know it's widely acknowledged he took away last season with like assaulting Jordan Poole. He's not a like, stupid man though, Steve Kerr. He, he knows he's managing that in a certain way because. Yeah. They need him basically. Otherwise, they're completely fucked without him. And you know who, who's taking that contract off the Warriors? He's not just going to throw him under the bus, is he? It's just that's just not going to happen. And I think Steve Kerr's been around enough teams to realise that. You know, he's probably seen yeah. how Phil ha Phil Jackson handled Rodman over the years and stuff, and and thought. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like any kind of authority on any kind of subject, like his credibility is absolutely shredded when he goes out after that and it tries to when you try and excuse the inexcusable, you're done. He so wasn't he I wasn't great. I, I I think he could handle it better. I I don't disagree with that. Um I, I just think he was caught sort of caught on the fly a bit and that's why he came out with a we need him, we need him kind of thing. Because I think he was secretly fucking so annoyed and pissed off and probably just tried to rein it in a bit. I think this turning Draymond into like the victim here that like I don't think he was oh, doing that. I don't think he was doing that. No, no, no. With, with, with all the stuff of like oh the, the league, the the players association reps and uh, are there with, and it's like well you know they represent more than Draymond Green here. What about the players he's been assaulting? Yeah like, and, and they've kind of have to put with this and the Imagine going to work and having to just deal with that. Yeah. Just that. That's all it is. It's work, really. Yeah. Like, 
From that point of view, yeah, absolutely. Um, like, but I mean, the, the, he's not argued with the the player set association. Haven't made any kind of sort of complain about the length of the ban or anything, have they? There's you know, there's not there's not been anything saying you know we think this is harsh. So I think they're all they all sort of seem to be on the same page in that regard. But uh, who knows what goes on behind the scenes? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And and yeah, Dray like like I say, everybody else and yeah, Draymond Green's a grown ass man and should be willing to face the responsibility of his actions. And mm. yeah, it's 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 one of those things. Like, oh, he's a great man outside. And he doesn't behave that way, but he does. He does. That now way. he's cracked people in bars and stuff and all sorts before. It's it's not it's not you know exclusively on the court. There's been other shit in the off season and stuff. He's clearly got. You know, temper issues and anger issues. That it's all, it's all just yeah, it's all just gone too far to the point where yeah, mm. it, it turns the Warriors into into a into a clown show. To be fair, so I I think they'd be better off without just just better off without at this point. Yeah, good luck yeah, finding enough to take that contract. Uh, I don't know. Detroit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean they've just thrown a lot of money at uh, Monty Williams, and that's uh, that's a classic mistake, isn't it? Having a bad team and making a you know a coach the highest paid in the league, um, thinking that's going to turn things around. Um, Yeah, that's a classic franchise mistake. Twenty four in a row, is it? I can't remember anyone losing that many in a row uh, for a long time. I mean, we kind of said this at the beginning of the season, didn't we? Trying to go to Thompson because, yeah, that lad, that lad could be like five times the player Draymond, Draymond has been. Yeah, so like already that lad, that lad's a thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I can't say I'm watching a great deal of the Pistons, so I don't know. I, yeah, yeah I nobody know can is, be blamed for that. He's putting up crazy numbers just all over everything. Like the number of us, like just it's it's nuts. And yeah, his shooting's not great, but everything else is. And it's he's just yeah, he's like a defender already. Like he's a he's an actual thing. And his brother's getting no minutes in Houston, but he is like a thing. He's all over the place. Check him out, like proper. Yeah, I've, I've the Thompson twins uh, from Sheffield, uh, aren't they? I think. Yeah, I mean the East. It's you know the contenders we expected near the top. Uh, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, um, Orlando. We mentioned on Lost Pod have been great fun to watch, haven't they? Uh, Jamal Mosley's got them really humming in a, un- a unique way, hasn't he? Um, they're just um, they're just a joy offensively in a sort of uncanny way as well. It's not like you pick and roll and you your three point shooting team. They kind of a lot of mid-range, a lot of layups, a lot of cutting to the rim and just a lot of really nice team basketball, haven't they? Uh, they kind of look like watching an international team sometimes. Uh, at times, Orlando, I really like the kind of style of play. It's very unselfish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, I think a lot of it is to get the best out of uh, Franz Wagner. And Franz, Franz is legit. Franz... Brands can get to the like like the hoop at will basically. He can get by anybody. Mm. He's he's really really good and yeah, he's like Mo has got better being there like the filling in. Mm. For not having Wendell Carter. Yeah, I mean he's been Danny Gogo Batadze's been and doing a lovely old job for them. Um, they've just got lots of complimentary yeah, players around Banchero, haven't they? 
and um, it, it just seems to be working at the minute. I still think they were a guard away, you know. Um, Jalen Suggs plays very hard, bless him. He's a bit, he's a bit caught, kind of car crash at times, isn't he? Kind of just needs to put the brakes yeah. on. Uh, but um, no, I've loved them, and defensively they've been really good as well. Haven't they? What kind of guard are they away? What kind of guard are they away? They just need like a Mike Conley type, I think. You know, someone like that, just to when it does get a bit haywire, just to settle things down. Maybe I don't think they need a gunner per se. You know, um, I just think who they, are, who are the, like that's the thing now. Who who are the, there? Aren't no Mike Conley types mm. anymore? If you mm. know what I mean, there's no there's no more Williamses anymore. Mm. Can we talk about how he kind of really settled Minnesota down as well? By the way, and uh, what a good season they're having. Uh, shout out Chris Finch. Yes, yes. Sharks legend. Well, it kind of bleeds into another thing I wanted to talk about, which was uh, which was her, New York now ramming their heads firmly against the Tibbs ceiling, and yeah, like what and are, are Minnesota an example of kind of what can happen once you've let Tibbs give your clown show of an organization basic competency. And then you get another coach in afterwards. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since he was at Minnesota, isn't it? But, um, yeah, who was the... Chris Finch didn't come... He's been at New York now, and they're not really any better than they were. I mean, they're all right. They just had a couple of nice wins. They beat the Lakers. Um, Are you going to make the conference finals? It seems unlikely, but they're still... They're still one or two moves away, aren't they? But at least they're not doing stupid Nick shit, like signing over-the-hill players on massive contracts, which they've done in the past. At least they kind of, you know, they know what they've got in Brunson. I'm still not convinced by Julius Randle. And Mitchell Robinson's gone and down now, hasn't he? Um, which is a bit of a blow for them. But um, they just do what they, they, you know, they play hard. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... I'm I quite, I quite say. enjoy this Knicks team. I quite enjoy watching them. I'm going to say this, right, that um, when your answer to any single question in December 2023's NBA is Taj Gibson, then the NBA has passed you by. But that's just, like a, that, that's just a typical Tibbs move, isn't it? He just, he just wants a locker room guy. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, what, what, what else is a typical Tibbs move? It's not winning anything, is it? Well, so no, the, 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 I, I, I can't see him winning the title with this better. team, but I don't think that's necessarily down to Tibbs. I don't think that's down to Tibbs. So what are you going to do, get rid of Tibbs and bring who in for this group? I, I just don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, he wouldn't be my first choice as coach, but I think the issues in New York go way beyond Tibbs at this point. It's more about the construction of the roster and stuff, you know. Um, is he the guy to take them to a title? Probably not, but... For where they are now, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's realistic to think this team's going to win a title, is it? No, well, I don't. Yeah, um, I don't think it's, re- it's just the same thing every year. First round playoff exit, unless they get lucky and get like the. But considering like, uh, where they've been, this is progress, isn't it? All people of Cleveland. But I mean, like, who's happy with that? Like, I don't know. The Knicks, I, the Knicks fans look pretty happy when you watch the garden. It's fucking rocking nowadays. I don't know. I mean. What do we want to go back to the Isaiah Thomas days here? Or I mean, they've fucking been served up some shit for the last twenty years. I mean, they seem in a better place than they were. You know, I don't know. Lower expectations, I guess, Nick fans. 
they're like bang average. Are, are they the 15th, 16th in best team in the league or something like? You know what I mean? Like they're literally league average. And is that? I don't know. I don't. What, what, what's your expectation though? I mean, what for these roster of players? What you what, what are you expecting? I don't. I don't know. It's... What I'm saying is they're, not, been that they're not beating Boston, are they? You know, it's you wouldn't imagine they play them well, but I don't know. It's, it's been that way for a couple of years now, though, so they could be and maybe should be looking to move forwards. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll make a big swinging trade. I don't know. They've got all their picks and stuff. Um, they seem quite cautious now, which is kind of the exact opposite of what they've been. I'm sure there's some middle ground somewhere, but. Uh, I don't know. I'd be looking to get off Julius Randle personally. I just, but who, who wants that? Well, yeah. Who the hell is going to take Julius Randle? Uh, he just kind of turns up one month. He's the most Jacqueline Hyde player ever. I don't know. It's. Uh, I don't, he's just he's sort of an out of left out of again. He's sort of a player that the league sort of left behind. Yeah, I don't know. He's got good at a role, but a role that not many that's not that's proven to not necessarily be successful yeah i'm not sure about stretch fours who like to isolate a lot wouldn't be my you know guy i'd build a team around i mean we said this last year brunson's their best player and you know he spoke to any knicks fans on on the twitter they were like no no it's randall i'm like it really isn't seriously like do you watch do you watch the games it's like brunson's your, your boy there to you know build something around yeah. and you know i'm not sure quite sure uh, what RJ Barrett does for you long term either. Um, so, but yeah, this is the roster they've got. I mean, I don't, I'm, again, I'm not massive sort of Tibbs fan, but I think the, with the hand he's been dealt, I mean, I don't think he's doing a bad job. Um, who knows? Knicks fans, give us a call or email or whatever. Maybe we should get Frank on. Ask him. I don't know. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. We, it's just, yeah, I'll be, yeah. Is this it? Is this it? Are we forever running? Well, up no, the I think I think they're they're still on a, I don't know, some kind of trajectory. I don't know where. Um, they're not there, are they? This is what I mean. They're they're bumping up against that ceiling now. So that and that's the question. Mm. Yeah, what I mean, is, yeah. What's yeah? the next move? That that's the question. So Absolutely. Yeah. What I'm saying is, um, I, I play this game now with with everything. Are they there because of what they did, or are they there because of what they're doing? And that's and that's the best. I find that's the best way to unsentimentally look at things. Mm. Are they there because of what they did, or are they there because of what they're doing? And it, it, if you answer that honestly, you, like loads of stuff becomes a, a kind of a lot clearer. And and I think I think that he's just about hanging on to the. He's there because of what they're doing. You know, but, if you're a Knicks fan, fifth in the East, you'd probably be happy with that. I don't know. They might get the fourth seed. I mean, home court advantage in the playoffs. That's... Look at some of the other fucking shit in the in the East. I mean, Christ. You know, look at the money Toronto have spent in Brooklyn and the fucking players that have cycled through there in the last sort of four or five years. You know, Atlanta, Chicago. I'm, I feel better about an, as a Knicks fan than ordering any of those teams. You know what I mean? Anyway, enough about the Knicks. The Clippers, who we kind of chucked dirt on, on the last pod, quietly just gone on a little sort of nine and one run, and seem to be figuring something out in terms of the balance there and stuff. Do you take them seriously as kind of contenders in the West, or do you still think when it comes down to it, something will fall apart there, or there's just still too many mouths to feed? It's curious, isn't it? And is it 
is it just a case of I, I don't know. Tyloo Ty just had to go. Ah, fuck it. I don't care at this point. Tyloo's Tyloo's fetching coffee at this point. I think with that, I don't know how you coach that. I don't know how you're gonna coach that. I don't. I, I don't know how with those personalities you can mesh a, a thing. So it, it seems to me that it's more a case of those players by committee have worked something out like in an all-star game or something mm, yeah, yeah. Or there's a set of schemes going on and uh i'm not really sure how successful that's going to be when it comes to uh tight playoff games when mm. there's four guys who legit all fancy themselves to make that last shot i, I don't know how that's then gonna play out that dynamic so I can I can see how it can sort of work. I think they're all easily good enough and experienced enough to play together and put it on in that. But I just I don't know how that works when it when it starts to get tight. Mm. My 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 concern would be kind of what we were saying on the last few pods is the league's trending big now, isn't it? All the good teams yeah. have got good big men, you know, Yanis, Embiid, Jokic, Anthony Davis. Uh, big G, yeah, chat. Uh, but you know, big dudes. I mean, Minnesota have got no matter what you th- exactly, no matter what you think of you know, uh, Carnsey Towns and, and Rudy Gobert, they're still two fucking massive humans, and you've got to go through that. And I just don't see, I wouldn't fancy the Clippers in a lot of those matchups still, like, like I wouldn't fancy Dallas, you know. Um, so it's kind of a ceiling for these teams, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's. It's it's kind of like the um, the teams that are uh, the the franchises that are always chasing uh, are the ones that are sort of left behind and uh, yeah they they they've still left like the the musical chairs have stopped and they're all left with the switchy wings mm. and and not nobody who can really handle the ball at point guard and no and everybody else has got two big men now so. It's yeah. bullying down low. It's, it's uh, it's the thing, isn't it? it was the the smart organisation zig when everybody's zagging, and the mm. ones that are zagging, you know, donkey salesmen left by the mm. side of the motorway, swearing blind cars will never take off. Yeah. The big man's dead. The day of the big man's over. Well, it's kind of like Tim Connolly who made the, you know, was, he built a lot of that Denver team, and then got absolutely slated for the Go Bear trade, didn't he? Um. Well, less yeah. than, you know, just over 12 months ago. And kind of looking not too bad now, you know. Um, remains to be seen what they'll do in the playoffs and stuff. Because um, guys have been unproven. But um, you won't fancy seeing them, would you, at this point? And uh, it's kind of like, has he just been smarter than everyone? And like you say, zigged when everyone's zagging and just thought, right, this is where it's going. It's going big. I'm going to get two big guys who are just going to be a handful. And. Well, it's not just that, is it? I said on, I, I remember talking on a on a preseason pod, like preseason preview, that like they're deep, they run yeah, deep, yeah. they've got deep, deep. If you know what I mean, even like your yeah, Nicole and Alexandra Walkers and people like that, and you know your Naz Reeds, and they're just they've got bodies, haven't they? Mm. Yeah, like they've got able able mm. bodies, and they mm. run deep, and they're big, mm. big, and yeah. Is like Mike Connolly is one of the last 
like like floor general type point guards that's left that can run a team yeah. and well just to be an adult in the room and you know they they talked a lot about just his influence in the locker room and stuff just he's obviously not a shouty guy and stuff but just that that veteran presence i mean people pretty much thought he was done when he left to memphis didn't they but um he really kind of had a nice little run here hasn't he and he doesn't have to be you know he can be like fifth choice guy just yeah be that mo cheeks guy like you say and just uh to keep it ticking over i think it's uh i think it kind of shows as well that like um the importance of like personalities mm. and that having somebody like mike Connolly after having like the jimmy butler yeah. in there just a, was, a, uh, a completely was different it? approach yeah yeah and that's how you get the best out of some people if you know what i mean he's probably like, a softly the- softly guy and then St. towns is yeah, as opposed to Jimmy just being like, "You're fucking soft" or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't know Jimmy, but I, I can imagine he was a bit, a bit more sledgehammer. Isn't the best way to get the yeah. best out of them, yeah. if you know what I mean. That's not the. I don't know. And running on, running on fury I, I, for me only ever goes so far. It's kind of yeah. like. Well, we're seeing that with like, the Warriors now, aren't we? You know. It's, it's kind of like boxing, if you know what I mean. Like nobody's ever like, "Yeah, yeah, so mad, you don't know what you're doing anymore." That's not that's not anybody's advice, is it? Yeah. You know, those dudes get so far, and then they meet like they they, they get a title shot, and then they get outclassed by a guy who just keeps his head and mm. knows what he's doing. Yeah, someone knew the uh, the point guard experiment didn't go well for was the Spurs with uh, Jeremy Sohan, who we love, and I think he's a really good player. Um, kind of felt a bit, kind of felt a bit harsh to kind of put him in that position. I don't know; it was very strange. I can't see short term what the sort of benefit was of that and I don't they're, know they're, doing full stop they're just a strange team aren't they fucking doing it, it, <laughs> i don't know it, it's stealth tanking like no it's it's kind of what they lose 18 in a row yeah something like that i think they've to just be won honest, one haven't they? That, um, I, I think at this point uh wemby's in danger of getting that Embiid stank on him of like yeah you can learn to fucking you can learn to accept losing you can learn to be a gracious loser and and i think that is i I think yeah i think i think a lot of we might not we might not see what he could have would would Kawhi leonard become the guy that made that shot for toronto if he'd come into this spurs side that would just like yeah fuck it fuck it give it to zach collins and let him do whatever like i don't I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what the benefit for anybody is. Um, Wemby's really good. They should have been looking to make moves and be moving towards something, but I, I don't know what that is. It's like you say, there's no sort of... It's not as though there's... looks like... I don't mean, I don't really follow college basketball or draft so much. It doesn't particularly seem like there's one outstanding sort of player who's a clear number one in this next draft anyway, does it? So it's like, what's the point of being completely dog shit? I mean, you're going to be shit anyway. You know, you're going to be one of the worst teams. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't quite get it from that point of view. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, just just being absolute fucking dog shit <laughs> offensively. and I don't know. And just making really strange sort of moves. It's weird. Based on everything that's happened since the the, the big ones retired, that um, like Devin Vassell is showing chat signs of life, so they'll just trade him away for fuck all a couple of second round picks that'll turn into nothing. Like I don't, 
yeah, I don't, I don't really know what happened there, and mm. and I'm looking at it and I'm just like, I don't, I, I don't know what's going on now. I'd also, I'd also like to bring up Pop's weird rant at the fans when they played the Clippers. That was very strange. Yeah, I thought that was, I don't, what like they like that that. Oh, it's not classy. That's not who we are. I mean, so what are you? You charging full price for a team that's like, yeah, go out and lose, lads. Don't worry about it. Like, you, is that classy? I don't know. You've, like, I you've, don't... you've crossed a line there that kind of you don't often see people cross. And I think the fans responding kind, they just booed him even more, didn't they? They were just like, fuck off, we can do what we want. Well, to be honest, know. they should be booing Pop at that point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, here's the other thing, right? So... The Spurs came out, right, and said when Kawhi Leonard wasn't there that their doctors are saying he's physically fine. So, you know, therefore the implication is Kawhi was having, like, a mental problem which was stopping him playing, which is that classy of them as an organization to come out and say that when a player's having a, a, a mental problem and why he can't play for them to come out and go, he's physically fine, our doctors object him. Is, is that classy? I mean, it's... It would seem I mean, to it, me their it, classlessness as an organization. Why Kawhi to, isn't there still? Well, it didn't seem like, to bother Kawhi Leonard in the slightest either, did it? He's like, I'm sure he's a worse. You know? No, because whatever happened between the Spurs and Kawhi Leonard, he's done with them like that. Mm. Like, I, I think he, I think he'd rather they boo him there. That video, where that 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 little highlight video and the tearful like thank you and all that. I think he's not bothered by that mm. because of what they did, which wasn't classy at all. Mm. If by pops standard so I, I thought i was just fucking weird it was very strange. especially for, especially for that sack of shit that they're, they're, they're putting out in terms of a fucking team it's just yeah bizarre um talking of strange goings on did you see the yanis indiana thing with the when he hit the i don't know if it was a career high or franchise high or both obviously and he wanted the ball and he went fucking batshit started running to the locker room did you see that one I did, I did, I did. That was bizarre as well. That was a very strange thing. And, uh, just a very, very weird, weird, petty thing to do. Yeah. I don't know, it was kind of a bit of a chippy game though, wasn't it, in place? It was, yeah. There was some stuff with Halliburton down the end and stuff. He can be quite fucking snidey dirty at times, Yanis, as well. So uh, he kind of brings us some of that yeah, shit on himself. Um, I think also there was, a, there was a dunk or two in there which were... Like, uh, like Miles Turner was literally just standing there doing the lawnmower, like, travel, for fuck's sake now. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, Yanis gets away with a hell of a lot of travels. It's getting know. worse, the travelling as well. What the fuck? They just let anything yeah, go yeah, now, yeah. especially with superstar players like, you know, LeBron just running yeah. down court at times and stuff. It, yeah. It's just the, these spin moves where the feet are moving, and it's and like yeah. from, from, like, from a full stop taking essentially two steps and things. And he's mm. like, this is not, you can't, this is a joke here. <laughs> yeah. That gamma step stuff has got, it, like, you're pushing, you're pushing the limits for this. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, I don't know. And yeah, I, I think they probably, it, it was a bit chippy and a bit, but whoever did that, there was just, there was no need for that mm. really. So, yeah, I saw the highlights of one of that, I think it was the Pelicans Lakers game in that stupid tournament thing. And, LeBron was like literally talk, taking three steps into like uncontested threes. <laughs> just like, I was like, yeah. what, what sports this I'm watching again? Why is no one defending and why he's allowed to like walk three steps and then take a jump shot? It's like, what? 
Is this? Yeah. yeah. I, was, I kind of just turned the TV off. I was like, okay, I think I'm done with this. I'm just like, yeah, I just want to see, uh, I don't know, someone box out and grab a rebound. Would that would that kill them? Uh, it's a good job Hubie wasn't on any of those uh, yeah, tournament games because he'd have had a fucking heart attack. It was just like, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, it's interesting as well it's how uh, how that tournament that game in particular basically destroyed Zion Williams as a thing who sorry Zion Williams oh Zion Williamson you mean yeah, yeah Zion yeah. Williamson sorry yeah, like, sorry. Uh, yeah the, the uh, Pelicans were playing the uh, Grizz last night and there was Zion Williams and Zion Williamson on the same co- and the commentator I've just I, I couldn't figure out the fuck was who. I was like, what's going on here? This is very confusing. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, I destroyed him. Like LeBron standing so far, not even not even getting anywhere near him. Just go on then. Yeah, we've made our feelings about yeah. his physique and its suitability to basketball known over this on this podcast over the years. I don't think we need to to rehash that one. Yeah. Um Right, Gavin, should we have a short break and uh do you fancy doing a quiz? Yeah, yeah. Christmas I quiz. Think, I guess before. One other thing. Um, oh, go on then. Come on, we got Lakers time. Fan. Um, fucking hell, that's all that's good. And Scoot Henderson stuff. Oh no. <laughs> Was he in the G League at one point? Scoot Henderson. Yeah, G League Ignite. That's okay. where he came from, basically. Yeah. Didn't now? Didn't they send him down to the G League at one point? Though, this year? Uh, I think he may have done. He all might right. have needed it. To be honest, right. there was a there was a there was a night the other week, a couple of weeks ago. I remember this box score. So played twenty two minutes. Got two points, went one of eight from the field, 0 of five from three, had two assists and three turnovers. Oof. Yeah. They could have took Jaime Hackers Hunyak. Yeah. I feel your pain as a James Wiseman uh, sufferer and rebounder. Uh, and so, yeah. But, but, but yeah, and it's, you know, obvious that when they fast little guards like that ever really, I don't know. He's shown some recovery. Recently. you got to be something and, special, and, haven't you? Yeah. It's chucking to players who miss a lot of open shots and stuff. But uh, the thing is, you've got two really good young guards already. This is what I found quite confusing about it. You know, Shaden Sharp and your other man. Remind Anthony me, Simons. Anthony Simons. Yeah, Anthony Simons. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny how DeAndre and is a uh, a fraction of the DeAndre and we saw at Phoenix as well. No, he's not in a good team. Yeah, I was never really convinced. Again, another, another one pick. I mean. These people get paid to make these decisions for a living, and Luka Doncic ended up being what was the third pick in the draft. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see? Can we just mention his two ridiculous passes in different games against the Lakers? By the way, the first one through LeBron's legs, and then did you see the one last week where he whipped it round two players' ears and kind of to guy on the three-point yeah. line? Um, I know you're a, you've made your feelings on. Mr. Donkish now, but did um, you see him against Portland doing a fake pass with the ball at the knee of the hand, mm-hmm. and both players going, "Ooh!" <laughs> I don't think I saw that one. I'm going to find it. But uh, he is an amusement <laughs> arcade. Uh, I do love watching some of the shit he does. They just followed it at this point. They just followed <laughs> it at this point. I mean, it's amazing to watch. I just like to yeah. see it integrated into something that was looking like it could win something. That's the thing. I just don't think the Luca show. It's it's like the it's like the Rusty Bucket show at mm. this point, if you know what I mean. Like, I think it's I more know. like the Harden show at Houston, really. Than the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like triple doubles, whatever. But like, I, I, yeah. I just I'm, like. I to mean, see it puts it. ridiculous numbers up. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've got him on one of my fantasy teams, and uh, it's. Uh, 
it's going well let's put it that way but it's, uh... yeah yeah it's great to watch in that like you know mm. but is it is this the harlem globetrotters we're watching here mm. or is this like are we mm. trying to win something and he's been in this league long enough now, and he's good enough to be like, I should be wanting to actually win something. Again, it's ro- so, I think it's still, I think it's roster construction. I mean, Dallas, you know, letting Jalen Brunson walk away uh, for nothing. You know, I'm not saying them two as a duo would have been good, but but get something from him if you know he's leaving. And everyone knew he's leaving. You know, it's just Mark Cuban. Fucking, no wonder he's going to sell the team. He's just, I don't know, talk about being off the ball since they won that title in 2011 or whatever. It's just mismanagement. On an epic scale, you know. Shout out to Dante Exum's mini revival there. Yeah, no, shout out to him. Come back and can shoot all of a sudden. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, very good. And I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a quiz on you. Be right back. Right, I kind of stole this one off the Swish FM boys. I jumped on their podcast for a quiz and uh, they do a thing where it's, um, you have 20 questions to um, guess a player from NBA history. I've got a load of basketball cards here. I'm sorting out. I'm flogging on eBay stuff. So I'm going to do a lucky dip. I'm going to pull a player out and I'm going to give you, I'm going to see how many guesses you need to guess the player in question. So you can do it by process of elimination, like did this guy play in the 90s? Did he play in the Eastern Conference? Yeah. Did he? You can play it like guess who, basically. Has he got brown hair? Is he white? Is he wearing goggles? You know, you can do shit like that. And uh, yeah. I'll see how quickly you can okay. you can guess um, these players I've got here. All right, okay, that's a good one. That's right in your wheelhouse. All right, for your, so your first player, Gav, let's see how many... How many guesses you can make to guess this basketball player from our usual wheelhouse? You know, eighties to early two thousands. Not not current players. Like I'll, I'll give you that much as a clue. Okay, okay. Right. so so it's already uh, so it's a non-active player. Sorry. Non-active players. Yes, yes. See if you can guess this guy. Okay, okay. Okay. So, question one: uh, Did I win a ring? No, no ring for this player. No ring. No ring. That's a good question. That's yeah, I like these are ones that, you know, you could kind of whittle it down pretty quickly. Answering, you know, certain is, stuff like Is is he synonymous with one particular team? Oof. Um but, but when, but if you say his name, do I am I gonna be alright, yeah, I see him there. Like, he spent he spent equal amounts of time on two particular teams we i think you particularly remember him from his first team i'll give you that much okay was he a guard he was a guard yes did so. play a little small forward i think later in his career but predominantly yeah a guard it's a it's, it's more of an off guard yeah. two guard swing yeah. than, than a point guard never won a ring two teams synonymous Oh, this is tricky. Um, That's all right. Take your uh, time. We're not in a rush. Okay. So, uh, was he white? Let's get that one. No, no. Okay. no. That's four there questions. you go. Let's solve that one. 
So that's, it's not Brent Barry then. Uh, Wouldn't appear so. No. Uh, right. So after I didn't win a title, so I might have got close. Did he play in the finals? No. No. So it wasn't one of those teams. That wasn't a good team. Either of them is what was synonymous with an off guard, two guard. Uh, did he play in the Western Conference? He did. He did play in the Western Conference, yeah. Did he play in the Western Conference only? No, no. I'll, I'll have that as one question. You can have it as one. He didn't, yeah, no. Yeah. He played in both conferences. That was six yeah, questions. Two particular teams. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's more, yeah, it's more one particular team, really. Was he ever suspended? Not famously. I mean, I don't know. He, he may have been. I mean, I don't have the okay. active NBA suspension history list with me. He, he, he certainly wasn't known for being an aggravator, if you will. Had he retired by 95? Had he retired by 95? No, no, no. He was, he was just getting going, really. Around that moment. Okay, okay right. Okay, so... Um, it's not like... I can think of the likes of Sean Marion. Was he part of a famous two-man game? Mm, oof. Um, in a fashion, you would know him. Right, I'm going to give you a clue here. You would know him for being the partner of someone on a particular two-man uh, console game. I'll give you that much. It's quite a nice. Mm, you know what I mean? Okay. Like he was part of a duo in a certain... Yeah. NBA arcade yeah, yeah, game. So. Oh, fuck. How is it Anthony Peeler? No. No, it's not Anthony Peeler. That's 10. Usually, if you get this within 20 questions, you've, you've apparently done really well. So You've, you've had 10. So. We're playing in both. Part of a partnership. Tyree's more famous now. Sideman more than the, the lead. Two guard. Two guard as opposed to who could play small forward. Ooh, yeah, you'd, you'd know you'd know him as a two guard, but yeah, uh, he's a big lad. For it. He was he was rangy. Rangy. Okay. Is it Darius Miles? No, no. Right body type though. Right. Okay. Oh, who was super big? Two. Was he a was he a three point shooter? No, definitely not. No, definitely not. So someone no. who got to the basket. Uh, was it Isaiah Ryder? No, no, but you. Okay. No, no, okay. it's not. No, no, he wasn't either. Harold Miner? No. You're right era, right kind of uh, player uh, in a. Known for similar things as those two. I'll give you that much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jim Jackson. It was fucking rangy in those days. Shit. How many questions have we got left? Uh, you're on 13. 13, yeah. right. So, uh, God. Uh, Play along at home if you're listening. Yeah. In the <laughs> car. That's all right. Now it's good, though. Uh, they must be screaming. 
Yeah, yeah questions or names. <laughs> names, I hope they are. Uh, uh, Kendall Gill? No. No, you... It's one of... Yeah, it's... You, you, yeah, you're in the right kind of mindset and zone. It's just, yeah, you'll be like... Oh. You're right on the right wavelength with the last sort of three. Yeah. Ah, I'm racking my brains now. This is killing me. This is killing me. So it's two guards. I've got some forward. Around there. Two teams. Part of a two-man. Sideman to somebody else. You've played with somebody who is big. Well, Alan Houston? No, no, not Alan Houston. This is killing me. This is killing me. Did he play for the Clippers? No, he never played for the Clippers. Never played for the Clippers. Okay. Shit. All right. Uh, 16 questions. 16 questions. This is gonna, I'm gonna, it's going to absolutely kill me when I find out who it is, isn't it? <laughs> absolutely going to kill me. Oh, oh, God. Was it Mitch Richmond? No, it wasn't Mitch Richmond. Again, you kind of asked, was he a three-point shooter? And I've said no. That's true, yeah. You just yeah, keep yeah. mentioning three-point shooters. Yeah. I've run out of dunkers, if I'm honest. I think early 90s dunk contest, maybe. Uh, I'm sure he was in one. Pretty sure. I'm almost he certain he been. was. He must have been. Uh... If he wasn't, he was kind of known for, you know, he's an NBA action staple. I'm giving you some hints here. Oh, God. Oh, don't tell me. Oh, this is killing me. I just, um, um, I thought for sure it was going to be Aaron Minor, if I'm honest. Damn it. Uh, Same era. D Brown. No, not D Brown. No, not D Brown. Not D Brown. Um,. Cedric? Not Cedric, no. That's 19 questions. Well, that's it. I've got one left. Well, if you wanted, I mean, we got to probably cut it short at some stage, otherwise it could be here or not. Okay. Um, Shout out to Swish okay. FM. I'm Jack, I've jacked their game, by the way. Um, I enjoyed it so much. I played it on their podcast. Oh, I should have gone on a dunk contest route earlier. I've left my brain scrambling. Shit. Uh, You're getting a fog, don't you? I know, it's kind of like... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. I've got, <laughs> you've got one more shot. You might as well just... Yeah. I might as well just take off. Otherwise, we could be here till midnight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sounds like he was always shot in dunk contests, though. I'm sure he was in a dunk contest, and I might be wrong, but... It seemed like he would have been. seemed like he would have been. Yeah, it definitely was, I'm sure. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Go on, just take one last guess. I don't know. Um, fuck. Early 90s dunk contest. He was definitely in... I'll give you a clue, he's in a 92 dunk contest. They didn't win it. 92 dunk contest. Shit. I can't remember that one. That's... <laughs> Is that a D That's Brown one? Like 30 years. Is that Michael Red? No, he wasn't in a dunk contest. Whatever. No, you've you blown it. You ready? Shall I tell you? Go on. The Plastic Man, Stacey Ogman. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> I've been trying to picture an Atlanta Hawk in my head. 
for like 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, like, who was it? Who was it? Yeah, uh, he was a 92 dunk contest. Oh, shit. Yeah. I thought that might yeah, be in your wheelhouse. That's a question. Like, it's how your brain works, isn't it? I know. Mm, totally. It's how your brain works. So if I, don't, if I miscategorize something, I send you into the wrong filing cabinet. <laughs> You were close. I, th- I, th- I thought for sure when you said sort of Kendall girl and how Hermione you were going to get it, but um, <laughs> alas, never mind. It was an Atlanta Hawk. I knew it was an Atlanta Hawk. Mm. I got to like Joe Johnson and I was like, can't know, it's earlier than Joe fucking <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> uh, very good. Any more for any more? We've got the uh, Christmas Day games coming up. Hubie's on the Knicks books on the, on the uh, first game so he can get to bed in time. Um, so I might watch that and uh, Lakers Celtics on Christmas Day can't remember that one before and then nice. uh, Warriors Nuggets Heat Sixers Mavs Sun so yeah happy Festivus there you go and, uh, is that it we done are we going to uh, come back after yeah. Christmas Ooh. and uh, see what's happening yeah wishing everyone a happy Festivus and uh, Christmas Good. and happy Hanukkah and all that jazz yeah I've done uh, I've done trading places already Done Die Hard. Did Home Alone with the Young and the other night. Did, uh, did Bad Santa last night. Oh, we've not done that. I'll have to watch that. Good one. Yeah, okay. Maybe, me, Cooper Maybe not one. I don't, I don't, is it? Not one for the Young and. Not one for the Young and. No. Okay. Save uh, the night before. That's all right for similar things. Okay. Similar laughs. But not, not, not for the kids. No, okay. Those are the kids have done so far. Might have to be, yeah, trading places, saving the classics. Yeah, we did that last week. It was fantastic. Nick Nate nearer yeah. the bigger day. Yeah. It gets hard. Karate man hurts on the inside. <laughs> <Mate. laughs> <laughs> uh. I kind of want to do Die Hard tonight, but I don't want to waste it. Yeah, we did that last week as well. It's a belter. Uh. I don't want to waste it. Mm. I don't want to waste it. Uh, I'm trying to think of the others. Quite a lot of Shane Black ones are technically Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Okay. Is it Christmas? Maybe. Summer. That's a good one. Again, not for the kiddies. I'm not especially Christmassy, but it's a good film. No. Uh, right, until next time. Um, we should be back with more professional basketball musings. Yeah, Happy New Year to all listeners and uh, supporters and all that jazz. Uh, until next time, Gavin. Peace yes, out, brother. Yes, next time. Have a good one. Happy Christmas. Yes, happy Christmas and that stuff. (laughs) You need to think of a player for next time as well to get me back. Yes, yes, I'll get you a quiz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to dig one. I'm going to dig one. You know it's going to be a fucker as well because it's you. Good, bring it. I'm ready. Let's do it. Limber up. Limber up. (laughs) All right, cool. All right, until next time, peace out. All right, peace out. Twice the night before Christmas. And all through the Hold house. it now, wait, hold it. That's played out. Hit it. Don't you give me all that jive about things you wrote before I was alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow. And Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. 